popcorn. Yeah, I have popcorn, a kernel issue, <laughs> an issue with kernel. <laughs> yes, I always have. Every time we come out of the movies, I have popcorn like stuck. There's always like one kernel <laughs> stuck in. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, it's Caitlin. We are here tonight, just fresh out of the theater, Mm -hmm. and we saw what is supposed to be the end of Halloween, the last installment of Michael Myers, even though we probably know that's not the case. Never, (laughs) never the last. It's never the last. Supposed to also be the last installment with... Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. We just saw Halloween ends. We did. So before we get into our thoughts and feelings on the movie, I'm just going to give a quick uh, synopsis and also a warning. When the movie ended and the credits rolled, the first thing I said when I looked over to Caitlin was, we have to do spoilers. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is a movie that I don't think you can even get an accurate review without mm, a, a little bit of a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole podcast will be spoilers. Full of spoilers. <laughs> Not only for this movie, but also... Every single movie we talk about. <laughs> the whole thing is just The spoilers. whole thing is spoilers. So if you <laughs> are <laughs> protecting yourself from spoilers, come back to us after you've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, slash every other slash hundred every other Michael Myers movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the movie was directed by David Gordon Green, who directed Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. Okay. This movie is four years after the last movie that we saw, which is Halloween Kills. So I'm going to give a brief synopsis from Google, as always. Four years after her last encounter with masked... I can never say that word. Masked. 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 <laughs> there was like two D's at yeah. the end there. Masked killer Michael Myers. Lori Strode is living with her granddaughter and trying to finish her memoir. Myers hasn't been seen since, and Lori finally decides to liberate herself from rage and fear and embrace life. However, when a young man stands accused of murdering a boy that he was babysitting, it ignites a cascade of violence and terror that forces Lori to confront the evil she cannot control. That's a pretty good synopsis. That was a good synopsis. I'm a little surprised that they mentioned the boy's death at the beginning of the movie yeah. in the synopsis because I feel like that's a pretty big... Yeah, I wouldn't have given that away. Wouldn't have given that up so no. easily. We're going to start it off with you. Okay. What are your thoughts and feelings leaving the theater? Fresh out the theater. Do you think you know, like, based on my reaction in the theater, do you know what I'm going to say? I have no idea. You don't have a clue? No. Okay. I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all? No. Okay. There were, like, a few scenes Mm -hmm. only with Lori that I liked. Right. Because I love Lori always. And Jamie Lee Curtis And Jamie Lee Curtis always. Yes. But I feel like it really reached... (laughs) <laughs> and it really struggled in a few departments. More than one. Yep. Yeah, definitely more than one department. Uh-huh. And I have a huge issue with one of the major plot points of the movie. Okay. And what is that? That Michael had a helper. <laughs> 
Michael's little helper. Santa's helper. Because Michael has never had help. Michael's little elf. And that whole thing to me just felt way mm-hmm. left field to me. Yeah. It almost kind of took away from Michael. It absolutely did. So Michael's helper elf is <laughs> Corey, who in that description of the movie that we got from Google, which we're both shocked that they put that in the summary. Yeah, because that was like a very shocking scene. An incredibly shocking scene that you aren't expecting at all Mm-mm. because I read nothing about the movie going into it. I l- checked the Rotten Tomato score today, but I didn't even read a review. I okay. didn't. I wanted to go in fresh. And the movie opens with a couple going to a Halloween party and their babysitter canceled. So they got their lawn care guy to come and watch their son. And (laughs) that's their first mistake. (laughs) That's their first issue. Never get the yard guy to babysit. Basically, the little boy is described to Corey, the babysitter, as this shy and timid kid that's Mm -hmm. really scared of Michael Myers Turns out he's like the shittiest kid in the world right. and he's like a little Which bit we of an saw asshole. saw that coming. Yeah. And at some point he plays a trick on Corey mm-hmm. and he convinces him that he's under attack upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so Corey goes upstairs to try and save him and he ends up locking Corey into an attic mm-hmm. like door opening yes. basically to mm-hmm. like a spare room. Right as the parents come <laughs> home, <laughs> Corey is able to kick down the door mm-hmm get out of this spare room but while kicking down the door he pushes the little boy over a banister down three flights Mm -hmm. straight onto the floor in front of his mother snaps his neck correct it was very violent very (laughs) abrupt very violent very shocking but i will say that the reason why i'm really disappointed in google letting that fact go is because I would put that, I don't, it's not as high as the hereditary moment, Mm -hmm. but it was, I think because it was a child and because it was, you weren't expecting it if you didn't read this synopsis, it felt like it came out of left field. It was shocking. You, because it's a Halloween movie, are expecting the opening scene to be Michael Myers killing Mm -hmm. somebody. And so you were just waiting for, okay, this shitty little kid you know, locked his babysitter in this room. Turns out Michael Myers is in the room. Right. Like, that's what you're expecting. So I loved that twist. I actually did, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a cool, yeah, like, start. But then <laughs> this kid just goes down this whole path of, like, the Haddonfield hates him because Michael Myers isn't around, mm-hmm. so they need somebody to hate And even though he, like, doesn't have charges pressed against him, everybody thinks he killed this kid. And it slowly turns him evil. evil. Not slowly. I'm going to take that back. Very Very rapidly. (laughs) It makes him evil. He gets beat up one time by high schoolers. And all of a sudden, and he meets Laurie Strode. And all of a sudden, he's... And then that's it. Basically, the rest of the movie involves this kid finding Michael Myers in a tunnel Mm -hmm. and then being like trained by Michael Myers to kill people but not trained like physically it's like a mental thing that they have together like they're somehow connected by like the evil inside of them the evil inside now here's my biggest issue with that is that 
I am literally wearing a t-shirt right now with mm-hmm. Michael Myers on the t-shirt. Right. I am a Halloween super fan. Right. I have seen all of them. Even the bad ones I enjoy in some capacity. Sure. Michael Myers was not in that movie until 50 minutes into the movie. 50. Mm-hmm. 50 whole minutes into an hour and 55 minute long movie. Mm-hmm. How dare they? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The plot and the storyline of Corey Mm -hmm. really took away from Michael because they took so long to develop this whole story of Corey and how he's evil and he's killing people and he like woos Lori's granddaughter and their whole romance. Weird thing. Toxic romance that's develops way too fast. So strange. And then it's like randomly Michael pulls him into like a, a, what is it a tunnel yeah a sewer and like chokes him but barely like lets him live because when he chokes him michael sees the evil inside of him so he sees potential so he just say he's like oops not you because you could kill people i like you i absolutely (sighs) hated it i hated that connection i hated but here's my issue is that i can't fully shit on this movie because i think if you were it's weird if you removed michael myers from this movie it might actually be pretty good like if it was just about this kid being fucked up not committing a crime but being accused of it Mm -hmm. and a town hating him and like getting him to the point of becoming a serial killer Mm -hmm. that could have been its own movie that's believable as a as a movie by itself and i think that Whoever wrote this movie had a really good idea, but mm-hmm. it didn't need to be a Halloween movie. No. And he could have developed this evil side of him without Michael, Michael. even being involved. Yeah. And what is such a shame is that the scenes with Corey are pretty good. I thought he was actually a really good actor. Yeah. Like, not, not Oscar winning here. No, but he did a good job. But he did a good job. I thought that his kill scenes even though he's not Michael Myers and he doesn't have that like Michael Myers super strength and all that, like his kill scenes were pretty interesting Mm -hmm. and he had a little bit more like motive behind his, his kills, which the whole point of Michael Myers is that he is just evil incarnate. This kid, Corey kind of going after all of the people that wronged him Mm -hmm. felt so like, not like Halloween. Yeah. Because Again, that's not just like evil incarnate. That's just like a really fucked up kid getting back at, you know, his mommy that he has mommy issues mm-hmm. with, the kids that make fun of him, mm-hmm. the the guy that wants his girlfriend. Sure. It just felt like two different movies. It was like yes. a, it was like a Halloween movie and then it was a movie about this kid. Any point that those two sections met up were awful. Like, that's what I said, like, at the very beginning when I said they were reaching. Yeah. That's what I mean. Trying to connect those two plots yeah. <laughs> was really a reach. And even Lori's involvement with Corey through her granddaughter was, like, a reach. Uh-huh. Like, it was like they were trying to figure out how to connect Lori and this kid, which they could have just connected them 
with that one scene where Lori helps him yes. when like the the bullies are calling him a pedo and all that and she helps him slash their tires right. like they That's could enough. have they could have developed a relationship from that right I don't think that her setting up her granddaughter with him was believable mm-hmm. I don't feel like their connection like her granddaughter and him their connection wasn't believable and it was so intense so fast Mm -hmm. that like suddenly her granddaughter who in both Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills is not like a crazy impulsive no weird girl all of the sudden she becomes that in this movie very unusual so weird (laughs) it just went a little bit well a lot I I felt like off the rails I do not think this is the worst Halloween movie. No, it's not. I will say, though, because this is supposed to be the end of Michael Myers, and because Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be also the closing of the chapter of Laurie Strode, ending with a movie that is mostly about somebody else felt like an insult in a way. Yeah, like it felt cheap. Like it felt like a cop-out. And it also felt like... How dare you make Michael Myers this crotchety old man in a sewer? Who needs a help? Yeah. Like, who needs, like, a side hand? Like, that's not who Michael is. No. And that's my, one of my things I was thinking about is, like, it's so funny that Michael Myers has taken multiple bullets and stab wounds and XYZ, but, like, not immune to old age, apparently. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently that's the one thing. That's the time, one. Father yep. time has finally come. Yeah. For Michael. <laughs> Basically, the whole movie, we're supposed to just feel like Michael's just washed on his up way and out. on his way out and he's dying in the sewer and it's his last hurrah but he needs help to do it yeah very unusual i would love to hear the decision behind why they brought in Corey as such a main character mm-hmm. honestly the main character in the truly movie. yeah he easily has movies the most about screen him. time yeah. yeah he has the most screen time he has the most kills mm-hmm. i think how many people does michael kill he kills the woman with the doctor. He killed the police. Oh, okay. Yeah. He stabbed the police. But that's two people. But that's two. And Corey killed all of the rest of them. That's a shame. Imagine like... <laughs> the imagine movie is supposed to be about like the most famous slasher in all of in history. All of and history, he gets two kills. And he only kills two people. Which like the last... Because he's funny old. because like kills it was like non-stop like it was so just constant many. gore and violence and he just killed and killed and killed and killed and killed well he's tired he got so tired from kill he finally got michael so got sweepy little tired baby michael. Michael. Go not, not in your Go not, not in your little sewer <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'm disappointed yeah i am too and again i'm just gonna reiterate that this is not a bad movie. No. I have seen so many worse horror movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen worse Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. They were really successful in a few departments. I think there were some really good kills. I think Corey was a really good and well-developed character. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they developed him so much that the rest of the cast, including our two leads Lori and Michael who even on like the poster they're like back to back with each other man what a downer we end the movie with Lori 
and her granddaughter bleeding Michael out on a table yes. together, followed by them processing his body through <laughs> Haddonfield, which that on the top was, of her like hatchback. That m- brought me back to all the mob scenes yes. and Halloween kills, and it made me nauseous because if anybody who knows me knows that Halloween kills is just the most disappointing thing I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. I felt the same thing. They process his body to a junkyard and they throw him in a metal crusher Yeah, and crush his body. So Michael Myers is dead. Bye bye. He is officially dead. So if any movie connects to this movie in the future, there will not be a Michael Myers. There won't. So for Michael Myers to come back, they're going to have to completely start over yeah, and just ignore make a whole new thing, you know, which has been Happened. done twice already. Mm-hmm. So it is possible that we'll see another Halloween, sure. I'm sure. I would be very curious to see, though, if Jamie Lee Curtis truly does hang up her hat mm-hmm. or if she'll come back for a third iteration of Laurie Strode. Who's to say? I kind of want her to because that was I so want disappointing. Her to for like a redemption, honestly. Yeah. She was great though. I mean She was. She She's always great. She's always great and I think she as a human being is so great mm-hmm. and she's so likable that anytime she's on screen you're just like grinning from ear to ear like you yeah. you love her. That being said, what is your popcorn rating on this one? I am going to have to go with a small. I'm going to put it this way. If Resurrection mm-hmm. and Halloween Kills is a small for me, mm-hmm. this is a medium. That's fair. I think there are some redeeming factors throughout the movie that made me enjoy it enough that I will watch it again and I think I'm going to try to watch it again without the expectation of seeing Michael Michael. Mm -hmm. as much and now that I'm kind of prepared for it to not be a Halloween movie and to just watch it as a movie Mm -hmm. I might actually enjoy it more and there is enough there that I can't put it on the same level as the Halloweens that I don't really like. Okay. That's fair. So in preparation for seeing this movie, mm-hmm. I put you through the ringer this week. You sure did. <laughs> it was a lot of <laughs> Halloween in our house. Yeah. So we ended up doing a watch through of all of the Halloween movies minus the Rob Zombie Halloweens because I have seen them once and I refuse to ever watch them again. I think they're absolutely terrible. I also removed Season of the Witch because even though it is a great movie and I highly suggest if you're an 80s horror fan to check out that movie because it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. <laughs> they made a completely unrelated movie that is honestly great but has nothing to do with Michael Myers. So okay. that is off the list. That being said, we watched Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Halloween 6, <laughs> H2O, Resurrection, 2018 Halloween and Halloween Kills in preparation for this movie. Yes, we did. Are you okay? I'm okay, but I'm sick of them. <laughs> I'm sick s- of that. Sick of Michael Myers, I have to say. I am so sorry. It's okay. But 
I'm really curious to hear your list and especially where Halloween Ends fits into that list. What is your lowest on the list? We are going to kick it off with Resurrection. (laughs) Resurrection. Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. I remember I warned you ahead of time. I was like, listen, Caitlin, this is going to be really bad. You're not ready for this. And like all you told me was that Buster Rhymes was in it and Tyra Banks was going to also be in it. <laughs> yep. And, and the like, kid the kid from Smart House and Luck of the Irish yes. is in it. <laughs> and also the one of the kids from American Pie is in it. Uh-huh. And Walmart Great Value brand Brittany Murphy <laughs> is in it. So that's really the only foundation I had going into it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm still traumatized by watching Lori kiss Michael. <laughs> Like, what a weird choice. Right? She kisses him and then goes, I'll see you in hell. I'll never watch that movie again. I think for me, like the first time I ever saw Resurrection, I was just shocked that that's how they like (laughs) came off of H2O. And I was also just so surprised that Jamie Lee Curtis agreed to that. Yeah, Her scene at the beginning is just so bad. And the kiss on the mask is so strange, which by the way, the resurrection mask is one of the worst Michael Myers masks so dumb ever it doesn't even look like michael myers that's what i was i literally put that on my thing i was like michael isn't even like looking the same acting the same like he's not himself another issue that i have with resurrection is that the entire movie the only way that they are even attempting to build tension is through this really high-pitched ringing sound through the entire movie yes it's so obnoxious it was a very loud movie. It uh-huh. felt like. And like, I don't really usually get like too put off by sounds in movies. Right. But like you said, like, I just kept turning it down because I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and also another like technical issue that I have with it is that it has all of those before they had enough frames per second to actually make good quality slow motion. It has <sighs> constant shuddery slow uh-huh. motion. That just feels like like woozy and oh my god, where are we? I can't stand Mm -mm. it. And I think one of my favorite parts when we were watching it was when they get into the house and they're strapping up their little cameras and they're walking around the house and you go, now it's found footage. And I go, yes. And you go, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) It was like already so bad. And then they were like, and now it's going to be found footage. And I was like, no. Oh Oh my God. Um, I will say, however... Possibly one of my favorite lines, not just because of what the line was, but because of the delivery Mm -hmm. and because of who was delivering it. Yeah. Was when Buster Rhymes goes, trick or treat, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never get over that. Even though it is an awful movie, like just having Busta Rhymes like challenge Michael Myers to like a kung fu battle is just like... It feels like a parody. Like, it Mm -hmm. feels like this isn't a real movie. Right. So there are some scenes that are worth a watch. Super entertaining. I'm really glad I got to see Buster Rhymes say trick or treat motherfucker and challenge Michael Myers in a kung fu fight. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. So after Resurrection, what is your next on the list? Your number nine. Next is, I wish I could honestly rank it as bad as Resurrection just because of how grating this movie was on my nerves. Uh-huh. 
fucking Halloween 6, Curse uh-huh. of Michael Myers. That fucking baby. <laughs> the crying baby. That crying baby. I wanted to die. I just wanted to shut the movie off. Now, what's worse, the crying baby or Paul Rudd's acting? Could be both. Could be a tie. Could be. Um, He's precious. Mm-hmm. It was great I mean, to he's see so him. handsome. He's so handsome. We love to see him. Yeah. Doing little acting things, but... <laughs> He wasn't the best. Uh-huh. Um, he he tried really hard and he was trying to save that baby. Do you want to do the song? Mommy, it's raining. It's raining red. Mommy, Mommy it's, it's raining. raining. It's raining red. <laughs> I will say that even though it felt very like they were forcing us to be scared of uh-huh. like the little kid. However, I will say that that moment is actually one of the best moments in the it whole movie. It actually is. The reveal of the body in the tree and it's yeah. bleeding down blood on this little girl who's spinning around in an angel costume. That is yeah. a great moment. That's pretty cool. But what's not cool is the plot of like the the cult. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't do it. It just gets worse and worse and worse. So bad. Specifically the last like 20 minutes when the cult comes back into the picture. Mm-hmm. It's just the worst possible writing direction. Yeah. Story, everything. It's so bad. Yeah. Didn't, couldn't. What makes the first Halloween so great is that he's just evil. Right. And there's no explanation we for d- it. Yeah, don't. And you don't need one. Ready for my next one? Yep. Okay, number eight is going to be Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to say about it is it sucks. <laughs> That's your whole review for Halloween That's Kills. That's my review for Halloween Kills. Yeah. So I absolutely despise Halloween Kills. I know you I do. I think it felt to me like a YouTube movie made... <laughs> By a fan that thought he was going to make like just the best homage to Halloween ever and somehow managed to convince Jamie Lee Curtis to be in it. Yes. I think coming off of the 2018 Halloween, it was the biggest drop in quality, even more of a drop from H2O to Resurrection, which was that was a huge drop. That was. But the fact that. This was directed by the same person, written by the same team. I couldn't even process how that happened. How they Mm -mm. went from a really solid movie in 2018 to just this absolute tragedy of a movie. Even though this is a horror movie and this is a slasher and this is a really horrible person. I'm going to say it. It was too gory. It was way too gory. And... I don't even mind gore. I I like gory movies, but when I'm seeing a Halloween movie, I'm not in it for gore. Mm -mm. I'm in it for, like, the vibe of Michael Myers, the, like, the creeping in the bushes and and the nostalgic music and the feeling of it being the actual day of Halloween. Yeah. And it was like they wanted to just make this absolute bloodbath. Mm-hmm. But also have these really awful forced nostalgia moments. Like yeah. when they're chanting evil dies tonight together. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. This awful mob scene that just 
It was so corny. It was so corny. And they also like had most of the movie set in a hospital, which was like a nod to Halloween 2. And then they had the mob scene, which is a nod to like Halloween 4. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the return of Tommy Doyle. They had the return of Lindsay. They had the return of the nurse from the opening scene. And it was like the most forced. Here's so much nostalgia. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It's like the Halloween reunion. Yeah. <laughs> but like the Halloween reunion episode. Yeah. I honestly wish that like resurrection didn't exist so that I could put kills at the bottom but like it's I know, impossible you, I not know. to. Yeah you can't. You can't. <laughs> All right. What is your next? Coming in at number seven. I'm going to put Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just still very perturbed about what they've done with Michael. Like <laughs> How I dare just, they? they've really they just did Michael so dirty in they this did movie. Michael real and dirty. it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right, and also it didn't feel like I'm in Halloween. This movie could have happened at any other day and time. Yeah, there was no nod to Halloween except for. They were wearing masks at a like at a bar at a scene. Party. There was like one random trick or treating. Yeah, like very brief. Very brief. Where it was just like, "Oops, it's Halloween, trick or treaters," mm-hmm. and that was about it. Yeah. So number six for me is going to be Halloween Five: Revenge of Michael Myers. Mm. Strictly, <laughs> I know exactly. You what know you're what I'm say. going to say. Strictly because Loomis is unhinged so annoying yeah in this movie he is so like overacting mm-hmm. he never shuts up <laughs> never. it's like the fucking <laughs> loomis show and no one else gets a part in this movie Mm-mm. besides loomis i will say though that the laundry shoot scene when jamie falls mm-hmm. into the laundry shoot and is trying to climb up the laundry shoot while michael myers is like stabbing into it mm-hmm. is a really one of my favorite scenes like in any Halloween movie. Yeah. I also love the character of Tina. She is yeah, a lot a of fun. Yeah. I loved her. <laughs> they could have done a lot with five mm-hmm. if they had just deleted Loomis. Just take Loomis out for one second. Oh God. Jesus. Okay. Number five for me is going to be Halloween 2018. Honestly, like I wish it could be higher, but there's just ones that I like better than this. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. Because like I actually really did like Halloween 2018. Same. And when we watched it, what I said to you about why I love it so much is like this mm-hmm. is the return of Michael Myers. Yeah. It was such an epic yeah. movie of like him coming back. Uh-huh. And him and Laurie reuniting. Mm-hmm. And Laurie's such a badass in this movie. She's so good. Like, it was just like the return of Michael and the return of Laurie and uh-huh. the return of Michael and Laurie. Mm-hmm. And it was just also very funny. Yeah. I thought that it was very, I thought. And authentically funny. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. Not forced. Yeah. Um, I thought like genuinely a pretty funny movie. I thought the writing was pretty good, mm-hmm. actually. It feels like they took their time with 2018. They like did. it feels like they really planned it out and they wrote a not only a good just like Halloween movie involving Michael Myers, but they also just wrote a good movie. And I also think that they handled Laurie's PTSD the best mm-hmm. out of ends, out of kills. Mm-hmm. 
out of H2O, out of Resurrection. I felt like her response to that night becoming a recluse becoming mm-hmm. somebody who is like obsessed with when he when is he gonna return mm-hmm. and being prepared for and that outsmarting him and outsmarting yeah. him i thought was so well done mm-hmm. and jamie lee curtis is such a badass that it was the perfect place for that character to go yes and i think honestly that's why i'm so disappointed by kills and ends because this movie is tied to kills and ends. It's it's the same mm-hmm. timeline. It's the same Lori, and for some reason, like it's like they lost their momentum or something. Yeah. It's like they put all of their thought and energy and time and money into 2018, mm-hmm. and then kills and ends were just kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, I also love in 2018 that. It was filmed in Charleston. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of scenes in it that like feel familiar to us. And one of the scenes that was filmed, I, I believe it was the dance, the school dance mm-hmm. was filmed at like a meeting hall across the street from my old apartment. Oh my God. And then also Lori's like woodsy area was a woodsy area literally behind your old apartment yeah that i drove past every single day um <laughs> to come yes visit you when we and were dating also the scenes where michael's in the like prison or whatever uh-huh. when he's in that like the courtyard, courtyard with the red was where brick. i went to grad school yeah so <laughs> just like very random like charleston yeah like landmarks that we we could point out which is a lot of fun so 2018 what a what a good solid movie yeah i feel happy that it's in the top five for me i I, yeah i don't think it can be anywhere else i don't think so either okay next for me Mm -hmm. you will not be surprised okay by my ranking of h2o h2o baby h2o is gonna be number four for me because i am an actual addict (laughs) I am addicted mm-hmm. to movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. They're all so specific. Whether it's horror, whether it's rom-com, mm-hmm. whether it's coming of age. Yeah. I really don't care what genre of movie it is. If yeah. it was made in the late 90s and early 2000s, I'm probably going to enjoy <laughs> right. it. Something about movies that were made in that time are just like my shit. Mm-hmm. It feels like Scream and if you're a fan of Scream, you're gonna like H2O. Definitely. I will say though that the only downsides I will give to H2O is there is one shot where they used a CGI mask on oh. Michael and it's just absolutely terrible oh no (laughs) but besides that i am not the biggest fan of laurie's character in h2o yeah i i no she's kind of like a sad alcoholic who Mm -hmm. has a little bit of a codependent relationship with her son yeah and out of all of the halloweens it's probably besides resurrection it's probably like the the worst version of laurie yeah i would agree however it makes up so much with the rest of the movie with like LL Cool J scenes Josh Hartnett's hair wait (laughs) stop for just a second so I can tell you what I wrote about Josh Hartnett's hair okay okay so they do the thing in the opening credits where they say introducing Josh Hartnett Uh like they did like with Paul Rudd introducing Paul Rudd Uh uh-huh and so in my notes I wrote 
in quotes, introducing Josh Hartnett with the most tragic haircut of 1998. (laughs) What was that haircut? Please, if you have not seen H2O, just Google Josh Hartnett's hair in Halloween H2O. Because I'm not even sure if it could be considered a style. It literally looks like somebody just like butchered his his hair. hair. (laughs) Someone chewed his hair. Someone just like a child chewed Mm -hmm. on his hair. It looks like he was babysitting a kid and fell asleep on the couch and like the kid cut the hair. With like kid scissors. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just so sad because we love Josh Hartnett also. He was such a little heartthrob. And he was great in this movie too. He was great. We have to say his haircut was horrible, but he (laughs) was was great. (laughs) Okay, now here's where things get a little bit interesting. A little dicey. Uh -uh. Because the next one is number three. Okay. I have zero notes about this film. And I truthfully couldn't tell you what even happened in this film because they're all running together at this point for me. <laughs> okay. So without my notes, you put without my notes, I don't know why I liked this movie okay. so much. So you're going to have to help me out with this one. I don't know what happened to me. Okay. And why I didn't have any notes. But number three for me is Halloween 4. Okay. So Halloween 4 is the introduction of Jamie. Oh, okay. So now I know I liked it so much. Okay. Because of that. Because you like Jamie. Because I like Jamie. And that yeah. was such a cool, just a cool little thing that they did. I, I think that Halloween 4 has the most heart mm-hmm. out of any of the Halloweens. I think the character of Jamie in Halloween 4, Halloween 5, we'll just set that aside and not <laughs> count that. I think Jamie is really easy to connect to. Uh-huh. She, we're missing Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. And it's sad not to have her in there, but... You know, you're thinking, okay, this is her daughter and you want to, like, protect her just, like, because of that. Mm -hmm. And then having, like, the students picking on her and, like, Jamie's uncle's a boogeyman. And, like, your mom's dead. Like, And she's, like, a foster kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really easy to latch on to her. And I think some of the most effective horror movies are are the ones where you truly care about the person Mm -hmm. that's being hunted or being stalked killed whatever you know is in that yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i think that in the same way that we really connect to laurie strode's innocence in the Mm -hmm. first movie we connect to jamie's innocence in this one a hundred percent and i absolutely love for also for the cinematography i think it is right up there with Um, the original Halloween there are some really beautiful shots Mm -hmm. and there's some really like terrifying shots too like there's the one where the sheriff is sitting in the chair and you see Michael Myers's face in the in the black in the darkness just briefly it reminds me of like why I love strangers so much Mm -hmm. four gives me that lurking feeling of Michael lurking in the shadows and I think four is just so much the the vibe and the energy of the first movie mm-hmm. that it is for sure my favorite sequel i'm giving myself away right now but it's my favorite sequel yeah. and it also has one of my favorite kills which is when michael shoves a gun through a girl's body and pins her up yeah <laughs> dang that was crazy in halloween ends when they're saying 
throughout the town like every time there's a murder people think like is michael back uh-huh. and there's this one scene where they show two gunshot victims and you hear the one cop go well michael never uses a gun and it's funny because that is the only kill in all of the halloweens where michael uses a gun but he it doesn't shoot her <laughs> doesn't shoot her nope just right into the wall dang and yeah. it's it's a absolutely brutal kill and I just love Halloween 4 so much. Me too. It, it gets me worked up about it. Me too. How much I, I loved love it, it so much I didn't write a single note about it. <laughs> you were just enjoying the movie. I was, apparently. Yeah. yeah. All right. So if you loved 4, what's your 2 then? Okay. 2 is 2. 2 is 2. I love this for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love that we find out that Lori is Michael's sister. Uh huh. Because that was such an interesting plot point. The kills are significantly more intense violent more violent than what we've seen obviously with just the original halloween creative one might say very creative um and i love 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 that it takes place in a hospital it's all very isolated to this one place Mm -hmm. and even like when there are scenes outside of the hospital it's literally outside of the hospital yeah like in the parking lot like it doesn't go any further than that yeah which to me I felt like built so much suspense Mm -hmm. because it was like, we know Michael's going to be here the whole time. And like, what sort of shit is he going to do? And I think anybody who has ever been in a hospital at night knows that a hospital at night is honestly one of the scariest places. It just makes you feel so unsettled and on edge. Mm. And like, there's something so strange about like the lighting at Mm. night. And I think they really captured that like isolated feeling of like a very limited staff Mm -hmm. and like all the patients are asleep and there's no interaction like with any other people. Yeah. With like the outside world. And I completely agree that I think the kills in two honestly are probably it's the best batch of kills Mm -hmm. out of any of the Halloweens. And that includes Halloween kills. They tried their hardest with all that gore and all the shock and all the awe they did too much. But they did too much. And Halloween 2 really was just the best string of kills, I think, out of any of the Halloween movies. And they were subtle. They were creative and they were subtle. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like what they tried to do in Kills where it was just like, he was just like curb stomping people. Yeah. And it's like, that's not that <laughs> scary. Like, he's just being a dick. Like, like gross isn't always scary. No. I was just like so put off because I was just like, this isn't Michael Myers. Like, Michael Myers is like quick and dirty. Yeah. Like, he just likes to like one slice and he's done. Like he's gonna slit your throat or right. <laughs> stab you into the wall. Yeah. And that's probably about it. And I think the thing about Halloween two is that even though the kills are creative, it still feels like Michael. Like yeah. the scene where he burns the nurse's face mm-hmm. off in the in the pool. There's the scene where he stabs a like a syringe through a doctor's eye, but we don't he, even see it. Yeah. And it's the reveal of like what he did that's so creepy and original. And so I think constantly seeing Michael slaughter people and kills, like that's not that's, that's not the vibe. And Halloween 2 is the vibe. Halloween 2 is the vibe, <laughs> which is why it's number two for me. Yeah. Which of course Brings me to my very number one. 
So you put number one at number one. I put number one at number one because to me, it is the quintessential Michael Myers movie. Yeah. It's what sets the stage for all of the rest, but Mm -hmm. not just that. It's just so freaking timeless. So freaking classic. Like when you, when we put on Halloween, it feels like Halloween. Every year. Which every year I typically watch it on Halloween, which I'm still going to watch it on Halloween. Right. But this year we obviously watched it a little early and we got a really special treat because we got to see it on the big screen. We did, Um, Regal was playing it on the big screen. And I think just like the first like few frames of the pumpkin Mm -hmm. and the logo, I... I was filled with the Halloween spirit. Yeah. And just what an absolute classic movie. It's so classic. And it's just, like I said, it's so timeless. Like, this is the one Halloween movie that I will never get tired of. Yeah. I have Same. to say. Yeah. And I, like, I'm happy to watch it every year. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know that I really could say that about any of the other ones. Yeah. For me, because I'm not a super fan. So, like, for me, it will always be one for me. Like, the original. I think one of the positives about Halloween is that it is so palatable for a casual viewer. Because it was shot in a time where real, true, gory horror was still in, like, you know, B-list horror. Like, it was not being shown to To general audiences this was so scary Mm -hmm. and intense without having to be disgusting yep and again i'm a i'm a huge fan of disgusting Mm -hmm. but for someone like you who just wants to be scared and spooked michael lurking Mm -hmm. in the bushes and hiding in the laundry Mm -hmm. and just staring and fucking with people yeah like that's what I like. Like he's a little bit of like a like a mind fuck in, mm-hmm. in the first one. And I think one of my favorite scenes actually it's probably my favorite scene in any Halloween movie, period, is when he kills Bob mm-hmm. and he it's the first time we see him hanging up somebody on a wall. Yep. But that first time where he hangs somebody up on the wall and he does that slight head tilt mm-hmm. and he's just looking at it and it's like his trophy and uh-huh. it's his, you know, putting an animal head up on a wall almost. Uh-huh. It makes you even though it's not scary to the point that you're screaming, mm-hmm. it makes you feel so unsettled. unsettled and just creeped out and you feel evil. Yep. Which is what Michael is supposed to be Uh and what he is. And I just think that the first Halloween just captures him so perfectly. A hundred percent. And we get glimpses of that Michael throughout all of them, of course. But I don't think we've ever fully gotten like that Michael a hundred percent back. And that's why. It's like untouchable. Yeah, it is untouchable. And Lori is so good in it. And there's so much like innocence involved where it's like he's literally lurking after the sweetest girl at the high school who's too scared to ask out a boy to the dance. And like (sighs) she is the OG perfect final girl and will always be my favorite final girl. Always. Always. We love you. Lori Strode. we love you. We really do. (laughs) I also say, or I also think that there is something to be said about the beauty of Halloween. It Mm -hmm. is 
by far the most gorgeous out of all of the Halloweens. There's some wide shots of the house where you see Michael like lurking in just a really perfectly lit section of the yard. Mm-hmm. I mean, just absolutely iconic shots. And yeah. I don't know if you know this, but it's actually one of the kind of pioneers of the Steadicam. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's also very impactful on just how we shoot horror in general. Mm, that's cool. There are some other movies, obviously, that laid the groundwork for the future of slasher movies and just the future of horror. Sure. But really, this is like the the grandfather. Like yeah. this is this is the big guy. This is the big daddy. Big daddy Michael. <laughs> <laughs> So, needless to say, Halloween is my favorite out of all of them. Um, And then I would go Halloween 4 after that. Okay. Halloween 2 after that. Mm -hmm. Halloween H2O after that. Yes. Halloween 2018 after that. Okay. This is going to shock you. Halloween ends after that. Really? Because I think it is a better movie. Okay. Than 5 Kills, 6 or Resurrection. Okay. Even if it's not a good Halloween movie. Okay, I got you. Five is number seven. I think Loomis just absolutely tanks that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just so bad. We hate you, Loomis. Um, Eight is Kills. I wish that I could put Kills lower, but Six and Resurrection are so bad bad. that I have to put Six and Resurrection as my last two. Our lists are pretty similar. They're very similar. There's only a few minor differences. Which is interesting because, again, you're a super fan and you've seen these movies multiple times. (laughs) Way, way, way more times than I have seen these movies. Um, so we apparently have very similar tastes in Halloween yeah. movies. You you know the good good. I do. I re- real recognize is real. Yeah. And on that note, I'm just going to recognize two of my favorite things about Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. The first one being not all Halloween movies are good. Nope. But there is at least one good kill scene or scary scene in every single Halloween movie. Absolutely. Every single one of them. You know what else is in every single Halloween movie? What? Boobs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. That does it for us. I'm still laughing. That does it for us. We are taking a small break uh, next week, but we're going to keep the spooky times rolling. Mm-hmm. We are going to do a Instagram tournament of the best horror villain. Yes. So get on Instagram. Go follow us at the ride home underscore podcast. Yes. Please vote. And we're going to see who you guys think is the number one horror movie villain. I can't wait. I can't wait. After that, um, we are going to do a very special Halloween episode where Caitlin has never seen A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And I don't like Nightmare on Elm Street. Interesting. And I am willing to revisit it because I have not seen it since the first time I watched it because I disliked it that much. Oh, my God. So we are going to go into this almost blind together because I barely remember it. And I have fought against seeing this movie for like 10 years. What if I like it? 
You might love it. I might like it. I don't know. I watched it in my early 20s. I never watched it again. So very excited to bring the rest of spooky season to you guys on Instagram and our next episode, which will be coming out right before Halloween weekend. Thank you so much for taking this journey through Halloween with us. And I just want to thank you for watching 10 Halloween movies in one week. I am very proud of you. I expect a thank you for your service. (laughs) something some sort of present thank you for your service present okay in my future i'll figure something out okay great all right everybody i hope you have a fantastic weekend and thanks for joining us on the ride home